Welcome to Night Night Bitch. I'm your host, Molly, your guide to awe-inspiring texts read by me or in the voices of their original creators. Please know I don't own any of this content. It's all freely accessible online and duly cited in my episode descriptions for your reference. This podcast is a creative outlet for me, so I don't update it as regularly. But if you'd like to subscribe to my other podcast, Back From The Borderline, I release two thought-provoking episodes each week. And now, let's dive into the episode. Welcome. It's time to rest your weary mind, unwind, escape the matrix, and explore the arcane. We live in a culture that is rapidly losing its grasp on myth and meaning. Exploration of philosophy, depth psychology, esotericism, the occult, myth, and mysticism have been proven to inspire awe. Such experiences of daily awe have been shown to be psychologically beneficial and aid in the potential expansion of consciousness. Each time we're here together, I'll select a reading, article, or sample audio that could increase your opportunity for such experiences. While you listen, you might fall asleep. You might wake up. You might do both. Maybe finding the perfect balance between awake and dreaming is exactly what you always needed. Night night bitch. This is the exercise for your own development process designed by you. You should be hearing my voice in your right ear. Remember the purpose, your purpose for this exercise. And begin your pre-preparation process now. The affirmation beginning, I am more than my physical body. Christian scriptures that weren't included in the New Testament, few if any have astonished and captivated modern readers as much as the Gospel of Thomas. It isn't hard to see why. The vision of Christianity articulated by the Gospel of Thomas is strikingly, even radically different from what most people today think of when they hear the word Christianity. And that vision happens to powerfully speak to the concerns of modern, independent-minded spiritual seekers, both Christian and non-Christian alike. The Gospel of Thomas consists of 114 sayings attributed to Jesus rather than a story about Jesus' life. 
Some of these sayings are different versions of sayings that are also found in the New Testament Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and or Luke. One of them, saying number 17, is also recorded by the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 2.9. The other sayings in the Gospel of Thomas aren't found anywhere outside of this specific Gospel. The key to understanding the overall message of the Gospel of Thomas is the name of the Apostle to whom the text is attributed. It should go without saying that it's extremely unlikely that the Apostle Thomas was actually the author of the Gospel, just as it's extremely unlikely that the Apostles Matthew and John actually wrote the New Testament Gospels attributed to them. Thomas means twin in Aramaic. The text portrays Thomas as the twin of Jesus, someone who has become spiritually identical to Jesus. How does Thomas do that? By achieving gnosis, salvation that consists of mystical, experiential knowledge of the true spiritual nature of reality, especially including the ultimate nature of the self. Gnosis is something that, in principle, anyone can achieve. And the purpose of the Gospel of Thomas is to help readers reach that point where they become mystically identical to Christ himself. As Jesus says in saying 108 of the Gospel of Thomas, whoever drinks from my mouth will become as I am. I too will become him and the hidden things will be shown to him. The Gospel of Thomas holds that, unlike more mundane kinds of knowledge, Gnosis can't be adequately expressed in words. Jesus' disciples keep asking him to spoon-feed them the correct beliefs and practices that will lead to salvation, and every time, Jesus admonishes them for lacking understanding and tries to point them in the right direction through deliberately cryptic sayings whose meaning the disciples just like you the listener have to figure out for themselves by trading literal critical modes of thought for subtler more intuitive ones the expectation of Jesus's supposed second coming and the apocalyptic arrival of the kingdom of God occupied a much more central role in early Christianity than it does in today's Christianity. But the Gospel of Thomas mocks conventional understandings of the apocalypse. Instead, it holds that in the words of saying number three, the kingdom of God is within you and all around you those who come to know themselves will find it. The kingdom of God is a spiritual state of being, not a set of future events on earth. And only those who achieve gnosis here and now can enter it. Because of its theological and editorial perspective, most scholars date the Gospel of Thomas in the form in which we have it today 
to the late 1st or early 2nd century AD. But the Gospel of Thomas contains material that's much older than that. Like the New Testament Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the Gospel of Thomas draws on the collection of sayings attributed to Jesus that were probably in circulation among the very first generation of Christians. Intriguingly, however, the author of the Gospel of Thomas not only doesn't seem to have used the Gospels that would later be included in the New Testament as sources, the text gives no particular evidence that its author was even familiar with them. Even in places where there's overlap between the Gospel of Thomas and the New Testament Gospels, the visions of the sayings found in the Gospel of Thomas are remarkably different than the versions in the New Testament, as if the author of Thomas were drawing on some of those gospel sources, both oral and written, rather than those of the gospels themselves. Especially telling in this regard is the fact that the Gospel of Thomas doesn't include a number of sayings attributed to Jesus in the New Testament that would have helped to advance its theological agenda. The Gospel of Thomas is without question the most significant book discovered in the Nag Hammadi Library. Unlike the Gospel of Peter discovered 60 years earlier, this book is completely preserved. It has no narrative at all, no stories about anything that Jesus did, no references to death or resurrection, it is purely a collection of 114 sayings of Jesus. The sayings are not arranged in any recognizable order, nor are they set within any context, except in a few instances in which Jesus is said to reply to a direct question to his disciples. Most of the sayings begin simply with the words, Jesus said, in terms of genre, the book looks less like the New Testament Gospels and more like the book of Proverbs in the Hebrew Bible. Just like Proverbs, the Gnostic Gospel of St. Thomas is a collection of sayings that are meant to bring wisdom only to the one who can understand it. In fact, the opening statement indicates that the correct understanding of these sayings will provide more than just wisdom. It will bring eternal life. And now, I present the Gnostic Gospel of Thomas. And Jesus said, Whoever finds the meaning of these words will not taste death. The one who seeks should not cease seeking until they find. And when they find, they will be dismayed 
and when they are dismayed, they will be astonished, and they will be king of the all. If those who lead you say to you, look, the kingdom is in the sky, then the birds of the sky will precede you. If they say to you, the kingdom is in the sea, then the fishes will precede you. Rather, the kingdom is inside of you and outside of you. When you come to know yourselves, then you will be known and you will realize that you are the children of the living God. But if you do not come to know yourselves, then you exist in poverty and you are poverty. Come to know what is in front of you and that which is hidden from you will become clear to you. For there is nothing hidden that will not become manifest. The disciples questioned him and they said to him, do you want us to fast? And how should we pray and give alms? And what diet should we observe? Jesus said, Do not lie and do not do what you hate, for everything is disclosed in view of the truth. For there is nothing hidden that will not become revealed, and there is nothing covered that will remain undisclosed. I will give you what no eye has seen, and what no ear has heard, and what no hand has touched, and what has not occurred to the human mind. The disciples said to Jesus, Tell us how our end will be. And Jesus said, Have you already discovered the beginning that you are now asking about the end? For where the beginning is, the end will be too. And disciples said to Jesus, Tell us what the kingdom of heaven is like. He said to them, It is like a mustard seed. It is the smallest of all seeds. But when it falls on cultivated soil, it produces a large branch and becomes shelter for the birds of the sky. Jesus saw infants being suckled. He said to his disciples, these little ones being suckled are like those who enter the kingdom. They said to him, 
then we will enter the kingdom as little ones? Jesus said to them, When you make the two into one, and when you make the inside like the outside, and the outside like the inside, and the above like the below, that is to make both your feminine and masculine sides into a single one. And when you put eyes in place of an eye, and a hand in place of a hand, and a foot in the place of a foot, and an image in the place of an image, then you will enter the kingdom. I have cast fire upon the world and sea. I'm guarding it until it blazes. Jesus said, I will choose you one from a thousand and two from ten thousand and they will stand as a single one. The disciple said, show us the place where you are because it's necessary for us to seek it. Jesus said to them, whoever has ears should hear. Light exists inside a person of light and it shines on the whole world. If it does not shine, there is darkness. Love your brother and your sister like your life. Protect them like the apple of your eye. You see the splinter that's in another's eye, but you do not see the beam that is in your own eye. And when you remove the beam from your own eye, then you'll clearly see enough to remove the splinter from another's eye. If you do not abstain from the world, you will not find the kingdom. If you do not make the Sabbath into a Sabbath, you will not see the Father. I stood in the middle of the world, and in flesh I appeared to them. I found all of them drunk, none of them did I find thirsty. And my soul ached for the children of humanity because they are blind in their heart and they cannot see. For they came into the world empty and they also seek to depart from the world empty. But now they are drunk. But when they shake off their wine, then they will change their mind. A city built upon a high mountain and fortified cannot fall, nor can it be hidden. What you'll hear with your ear, with the other ear, proclaimed from your rooftops, for no one lights a lamp and puts it under a bushel, nor do they put it in a hidden place. Rather, they put it on a lampstead so that everyone who comes in and goes out will see its light. 
but if a blind person leads a blind person, both will fall into a pit. The Pharisees and the scribes have received the keys of knowledge, but they have hidden them. Neither have they entered, nor have they allowed to enter those who wish to. You, however, be as shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. Grapes are not harvested from thorns, nor are figs picked from thistles, for they do not produce fruit. A good person brings forth good from their treasure. A bad person brings forth evil from the bad treasure that's in their heart. And in fact, they speak evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, they bring forth evil. Whoever among you becomes little will know the kingdom and surpass the greatest. Blessed are the solitary ones, the elect. They will find the kingdom. They come from it and they will return to it. If they say to you, where do you come from? Where is your home? Then say to them, we have come from the light, the place where the light has come into being by itself, has established itself and has appeared in its image. If they say to you, is it you? Then say, we are God's children and we are the elect of the living spirit. If they ask you, what is the sign of the divine among you? Then say to them, it is movement and stillness. The disciples said to him, When will the resurrection of the dead take place, and when will the new world come? Jesus said to them, The resurrection which you're waiting for has already come, but you do not recognize it. Blessed are you whenever they hate you and persecute you but they themselves will find no place there where they've persecuted you. If you bring it into being within you, then that which you have will save you. If you do not have it within you, then that which you do not have within you will kill you. I will destroy this house and no one will be able to build it again. I am the light that is over all. I am the all. The all came forth out of me and to me the all has come. Split a piece of wood and I am there, 
lift the stone and you will find me there. The person who is near me is near the fire and the person who is far from me is far from the kingdom. The images are visible to humanity but the light within them is hidden in the image. The light of the divine will reveal itself but its image is hidden by its light. Do you not understand the one who created the inside is also the one who created the outside? Come to me, for my yoke is gentle and my lordship is mild, and you will find stillness and peace for yourselves. They said to him, Tell us who you are so that we may believe in you. And Jesus said to them, You examine the face of sky and earth, but the one who's before you, you've not recognized. And you do not know how to test this opportunity. Seek, and you will find. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, lest they throw it upon the dunghill. Do not throw pearls to swine, lest they turn them into mud. The one who seeks will find, and the one who knocks, to that one will the door be opened. Blessed is the person who knows at which point of the house the robbers are going to enter so that they may give rise to gather together their domain and gird their loins before they enter. Whoever will drink from my mouth will become like me. I myself will become them and what is hidden will be revealed to them. The heavens will roll up before you and the earth, and whoever is living from the living one will not see death. Does Jesus not say, whoever has found themselves, of them the world is not worthy? The disciple said to him, the kingdom, on what day will it come? And Jesus says, it will not come by watching and waiting for it. They will not say, look here or look there. Rather, the kingdom of God is spread out upon the earth and people do not see it. My teaching is not mine. The one who sent me, if anyone's will is to do God's will, they will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I'm speaking on my own authority. The one who speaks on their own authority seeks their own glory. The one who seeks the glory of God, who sent them, is true. And in them there is no falsehood. In me and I in you, as the branch cannot fully bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, Neither can you 
unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in them, they are the one that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus said to his disciples, Compare me to something and tell me what I'm like. Simon Peter said to him, You're just like a messenger. Matthew said to him, You are like a wise philosopher. And Thomas said to him, Teacher, my mouth is utterly unable to say what you are like. Jesus said, I am not your teacher. Because you have drunk, you've become intoxicated from the bubbling spring that I tend. And he took Thomas and withdrew and spoke three sayings to him. When Thomas came back to his friends, they asked him, What did Jesus say to you? Thomas said to them, if I tell you one of the sayings you spoke to me, you will pick up rocks and stone me, and fire will come from the rocks and devour you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. Store up for yourself treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, your heart will be also. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ, God forgives you. I want to thank you for venturing into the unknown with me. Full details about the selected text are available in the episode description. Selected readings are for the purpose of research and study, entertainment, discussion, and consciousness expansion. The views and opinions expressed in the included readings belong to the original authors and creators and may not necessarily reflect my own. The episode description also contains links that will allow you to join the community on social media and support the continued production of this podcast. Don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you're alerted when new episodes are released. In a wonderland they lie, dreaming as the days go by, dreaming as the summers die, ever drifting down the stream, lingering in the golden gleam.
Life, what is it but a dream? Night-night, bitch. <laughs>